I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 358 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an incredible guest for you guys today, Sean Stockman, who is one of the original and current members of Boys to Men, joins me on the podcast. Boys to Men, of course, is a legendary soul and R&B group who just crushed the Billboard charts all through the 90s and most of their career. In fact, Boys to Men became only the third artist to replace themselves at number one on the Billboard charts when their song On Bended Knee took over the number one spot from their smash hit, I'll Make Love to You. The only other artists to do that were the Beatles and Elvis Presley. That's the kind of company that they keep. And although there is no way to track it, the number of children that were conceived while their music was playing in the background has got to be off the charts as well. They are a worldwide sensation. Sean Stockman will be telling us about his debut album that he dropped recently and so much more. Sean will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Sean Stockman was recorded on video and it is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the Boys to Men star, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the upcoming guest announcements. I got five bangers coming at you this week, including today's episode. Wednesday on the podcast, Army Ranger legend Matt Eversman will be joining me here for a special Warrior Wednesday edition of the podcast. He was the focal character played by Josh Harnett in the major motion picture Black Hawk Down, based on the true story of the Battle of Mogadishu. Friday, I'll be featuring the star of CBS's SWAT, Kenny Johnson. So lock it in for that and so much more action coming your way. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Sean Stockman, you've got to flip it back to episode 356 and check out my interview with another boy band legend, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Join me here. I'll be getting some tremendous feedback from that episode, so go check it out. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Boys to Men star Sean Stockman. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at Manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Sean Stockman. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hello, good sir. How are you? All right, very well. Let's start it like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Three. I have twin boys that are 16 and I have a, a 10-year-old daughter. Okay, very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities are they into? Uh, you know what? Uh, my my daughter loves to, to sing. 
she loves to perform, you know, all that other, she's, she has her father's blood uh, for, for sure. Um, my other son, one, well, one of my sons, his name is Micah. He has autism. So, you know, he's, he's still finding his way, which is making sure that he's okay. And, you know, just making sure he just masters the basics, learn how to communicate and things like that. But he does love movies. He does love music. You know, this is my little virtual little studio that I have back here. And when I'm working on music, he comes in and sits on his lounge chair that's behind you and, and kind of just sits and listens. So he also has an affinity for music, too. Um, and my other son, you know, he, he used to play baseball. He used to, you know, do singing and acting and stuff like that. But um, he, he focused more now on his books. So and, and he's kind of veered now into possibly wanting to be a lawyer. So, you know, that's that's where his his head is swinging. It's amazing seeing young adults develop because their mind changes a million times. It's like, you know, you think they're going one way and then they go another way and then they turn one more time to just kind of confuse you more so. So it's it's been fun, though. And, and having this you know pandemic happen, which is obviously very daunting for everybody, it still gave me an opportunity to bond more with my family and my and my kids. So this has been great. Yeah, very well said. And Sean, if you could just take a minute here, please, to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, my name is Sean Stockman, ladies and gentlemen, and then, um, I'm in a group called Boys to Men. I've been, I'm one of the original members. Uh, we've been in a business for, it'll be 30 years this year, and um, actually 29 years this year. Um, and, uh, you know, sold a few records, won a few awards, and, you know, we've been touring ever since. Um, we have a residency at the Mirage Resort and Casino that we've been there for six years, Um just released a single. We just came off of a, a TV show on NBC called Songland. Um, and we just released a single called um, Love Struck, which uh, hit number one on iTunes. So thank you very much for those who support it. And uh, I currently have a, a solo album that I that I released um, in April um, called Forward. That's F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D. And uh, just basically just keeping it moving musically and creatively, man, just trying to keep the envelope pushed and uh, constantly just trying to recreate and do things. Yeah. Well, what an incredible career you've had. It's amazing how fast the time goes because you guys were responsible for like my first slow dance, my eighth grade dance. Any slow dance was a voice to men. Amen. And now, and now my oldest is in eighth grade. So it's like, it's, it's crazy how quickly it all seems to go around. You know? It does. It does. Time goes fast, man. So enjoy these moments because they're going to yeah. be asking for cars. <laughs> and in this in this journey that you did have, about how old were you then, Sean, when you first became a dad? And how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Well, my, my twins were born in 2003. So I was like 30, 31, something like that. I, I lose track because I'm old. But um, I, was, <laughs> I was in my early 30s when I um, had my kids. And it was, I was, uh, it was, it wasn't culture shock. It wasn't, oh, I'm nervous. It wasn't because I lived enough to understand that this was the next phase for my life. So I was ready. I was, I was ready to be a dad. I was ready to, 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 you know, just take on that responsibility of taking care of some little people that are actually my own. So, um, and it was great. Um, obviously there was a point where it was a little sad when we found out that our son, you know, Micah was diagnosed with autism at two and being an autism dad, not saying that being a dad, period, isn't hard enough, but being an autism dad, we have a few more challenges than 
uh, the average father um, in a sense of not just dealing with that child from a physical standpoint, but emotionally too. You know, as dads, we always have certain aspirations for our kids. You know what I mean? We want them to grow up, you know, be these men that, you know, we, we aspire to be, but probably fail, but hope that, you know, our sons could take on the, the, the helm and, and be better than us. And for them to eventually grow wings and do their own thing, have children themselves and have jobs and make mistakes and call dad to, to figure out how to make those, you know, to fix those mistakes and stuff like that. So when you have a, a, a child with autism, most of those dreams are, are deferred because you don't have the ability, you know, at least in, right away to feel that same type of fervor, you know, that you, that a dad would normally uh, would for their sons. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard every day, you know, to, to wake up, and to make sure that, you know, that guy is taken care of and that he's OK and he's constantly developing and growing. But, you know, it, we 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 press on and we do it for the love of our children. Yeah, very well said, Sean. How, how much did you know about autism before your son was diagnosed with? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And at what point did you find out after he was born that you that he was diagnosed? Um, actually my wife did, I, you know, I was being the typical father and, and being in denial, you know, cause we don't want anything wrong with our sons. Right. We're like, nah, he's all right. He'll be all right. Shake it off. You know, just play with a little rougher or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He'll be okay. And, uh, my, my wife was like, nah, something's wrong. Something's wrong with our kid. And, uh, you know, we saw it after he turned one, but the official diagnosis was at two. And um, that's when my wife and I just started hitting the books and just started reading any and everything about autism, the, 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 the effects, the conditions, the, the specialist that could possibly help him. I mean, we've spent a whole lot of money just trying to find out better uh, uh, ways to, to help our son. And because of that, uh, coincidentally, my wife and I started a foundation called Micah's Voice, which is named after our son, um, which helps families who may not be in a position financially as I am um, to aid their, their son or daughter with autism. Because we looked at our bills at the, at the end of the year and we were like, whoa, there's no way a, a, a working class couple with kids that are typical going to be able to take care of this kid that, that has autism and still be able to have a roof over their head. So we try our best to raise as much money and awareness and funds. And even if it's not money, just giving parents who may not have any direction, some direction on where they can go to help their child. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, Sean. I'll, I'll definitely drop a link to the foundation in the description Please. of this podcast episode. And uh, transitioning it over, uh, over to you and your career here. Now, the scope of the music industry has, has changed drastically since you first got into the business here. What are some yeah. of the challenges uh, today facing the new artists that are coming onto the scene? And what kind of advice would you have for them? Uh, well, their biggest challenge is life expectancy. Like the, 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 <laughs> There's no longevity, really, when it comes to a lot of artists who are, are uh, trying to survive in this ever-changing uh, just cycling world of music because the way things are issued out now, like it's not designed for artists to last. 
And that's just being honest. Like, you know, you got a hot record and then they're out of here. You know, I mean, you look at some of the biggest artists in the last couple of years and they did really great. And good luck to them because they may never be heard of again because everything changes so quickly. The, more, the world is quick. So artists have to learn how to be more than, than just artists. They have to, you know, whether it's getting into sports, whether it's getting into something else, you know, that uh, peaks the, 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 the audience's interest uh, outside of them being singers. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that's my advice. My advice would, would be, first off, save your chips, save your money, because as you can see, ain't nobody working. And a lot of these artists are out here basing things on what they used to do before this pandemic. Now they ain't happening anymore, and a lot of them might be in trouble. So I'm going to be the old guy and say, you know, save your money, hold as much of it as possible, stop buying jewelry and stop buying silly stuff and save your dollars and then figure out a way to last longer than three songs yeah, yeah good <laughs> stuff and, and you know what it, it seems like the majority of the income for the artists today is coming from live performances now that all right. the music seems to be streamed and now we see with the pandemic there ain't no live performances so right. uh very difficult and what was the transition here for you into the uh the debut album forward what was the genesis of that and what can we expect to hear in it Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. Very difficult. And what was the transition here for you into the uh, the debut album Forward? What was the genesis of that and what can we expect to hear in it? Well, this was something that I've always wanted to do. This had nothing to do with any type of, of disparage, you know, any, any type of bad thoughts or people thinking that it's something going on with the group. I haven't left the group. I'm still part of the group. I will always be a part of the group. This was just a creative outlet for me to kind of express myself as an individual in a group, you know, people tend to, you know, just by nature, pin pigeonhole uh, uh, artists as being just this or that. And, you know, we're human just like everybody else. Like I'm not the same person that I was when I was 20 years old. So there are perspectives that uh, I've learned along the way of growing up and, and doing things in life. And, and I wanted to write about them. And sometimes you kind of got to like step out of the the family core and, and express yourself the way that you want to express yourself. So this is this is why I did what I did. This it has nothing to do with anything else, but just me being an artist and me wanting to be creative and give people some some good music, some good background music while you're sitting at the home and you ain't doing nothing because ain't nobody really doing much. So why not have some good playing music, some R&B, some love songs to all those couples out there with kids who really doesn't have time to do to do. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, we, we, I gave you music for that, where you can kind of put the kids to bed early and 
you know, get get it popping again. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so you know, and that's all a part of it too. Part of being a father, you know, if if you're you're still with your your baby moms or your wife or whatever, is keeping that 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 candle lit. So I, I tried to arm those couples with that 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 artillery to make sure that you know they still are able to connect in a in a way when they first met and they made them kids in the first place. Yeah, no, no doubt you're responsible for a lot of the kids running around out there today, for sure. Especially now during the pandemic as well. Exactly. And, and reining it back into you as a dad here, Sean, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, I, I, it's it's a little different. Like, um, like for example, I grew up in the, re- in the era of spankings, right? My mom and dad waste no time popping me in my mouth. And, you know, even though society now tends to look down on that. Um, I don't, I haven't spanked my kids in a long time, so I, I don't have to worry about that, but I believe in that. I, be, I believe, you know, spare not the rod of correction. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it's nothing wrong with that. I'm not talking about abuse. I don't want anybody to think I'm talking about shaking your kid till they pass out. That's, that's different. I'm talking about disciplining your child, um, you know, cause sometimes just taking their iPhone isn't enough. So, so sometimes, you know, you have to really, and as they get older, of course you don't spank them anymore, but like, you know, we're very strict on, on making sure that outside of them, uh, getting like my, my daughter loves Roblox and, you know, my son, you know, loves going on the internet and watching videos and music and stuff like that, but they don't get it twisted. They, they got to get their schoolwork done. They still have to get housework done. They do chores. They make their beds. They clean the house, they vacuum, they wash the dishes and all that other stuff. So, you know, they're not just kids who are privileged kids who just sit around and, and have a maid working for them all day. They actually put put in work. Yeah, well said. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's so important. I, and obviously, I think there's such a big difference between beating a child and disciplining or spanking a child. Yeah. I think th- th- there's that obviously... Uh, there's a major difference between the two, but it's like we, we I yeah. think the society is so scared of it today that I think that many parents would would avoid any type of uh, punishment, uh, spanking at all costs because they confuse the two. And uh, I, I think that, like you said, to, to a certain point also, because my oldest is 14, my youngest is five. Obviously, I discipline them in two completely different ways. Exactly, so, exactly, exactly. Because uh, they're because they're different age groups. It's like you know, a 14 year old should know better. They right. Should, and we could communicate. Better. Right. We, yes. we could communicate each other's feelings and, and, and have it. We're at a different level, whereas a five year old, they, they can't express uh, right. what it is their thoughts are at the moment. So it's That's definitely right. a, a difference. And, and plus, I think, too, uh, that combined with right now, I, I speak about it a lot on the podcast. We have a fatherless crisis going on in the country. Way too many kids are growing up without a father in the home. Right. And I think right. you combine that with that type of philosophy of afraid to disciplining children. I think that's a major reason why we see so many problems in our society today. I agree. I agree. I, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I've had friends, you know, uh, of mine that, you know, might not have taken care of their kids as, as, as good as, as I thought, you know, in my opinion and things of that nature. And what I tell friends of mine and even other fathers, what we miss as dads, because let's 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 be honest. When it comes to most of the disciplining and stuff like that, the the mother does most of it. it. It's it's a role that we all play. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and and it's not old fashioned. It's not 
uh, uh, um, what is it, misogynistic or anything like that to think that way. It's just that we play roles. We all play certain roles, and every role is different. But the one thing that is constant is all kids need to see is that, and this is how psychologically how important this is, is for just to know that their father exists. I would tell my friends, just be there. Just be there. Like, even if you don't have to do anything, if you're sitting on the couch watching the game, taking a nap, their kids can look while they're running around playing, acting up and say, I have a dad. Just that, knowing that they have a connection to a male figure does wonders for their psyche. And when you're not there, it does the opposite effect. So I tell a lot of guys out there, because, you know, you may not get along with your wife. You may not get along with your baby moms or, or whatever the case, but it still doesn't take you away from your spiritual presence in a kid's life and how much that helps their development to them, for them to know that they have a father around. That first is just one of the most important things that a kid could ever have in their lives. Yeah, very, very well said, Sean. And I think without having that, I think that it also is a tendency they have to seek that somewhere, that father figure. And then that's where that leads to a lot of trouble because exactly. uh, they're going to find it somewhere. So it may as well exactly. be with you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and you know what? Obviously, Sean, you've had so much success here in your career. You got the debut album that's kicking ass out there. Now, what kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Um, For me personally, more more projects. Um, individually as well as with my group, just constantly growing. Um, you know, I'm 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 really a, a free spirit at heart to some to some extent. I can't be too much because I do have a family to take care of. But ultimately, when it comes to my life and my career, I just kind of let go and kind of just go with the wind in certain cases because that's really how I've survived for so long. I, I didn't pigeonhole myself. Like I, I kind of let things kind of just happen. And, and sometimes every action doesn't require a reaction. Sometimes you can sit back and just see how things play out and develop and then move. You know what I mean? So that's how I like to, 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 to I guess, regulate my life and arbitrate what I do in my steps and my movements. So that's, that's what's next. My, my solo project is out and I want to put as much emphasis and time in that and letting people know that. You know, I am an individual outside of the group, and then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, good stuff, Sean. Yeah, and I'll be dropping the link, too, to the new debut album and everything else in the description of the podcast episode as well. Let, let, last thing I want to hit you with here, Sean, I love to ask. I mean, you probably touched on it a little bit here during our conversation, but last thing I want to hit you with, I love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, my advice would be enjoy it. Um, they grow quicker than you think. And most importantly, you are more important than you might think. You being a dad, you being the, the male figure in their lives, do not take that for granted. Know that it's important. We tend to always, you know, in society, put a lot of emphasis on mothers. And obviously we all know how important mothers are. But fathers are just as important. Take your role seriously. Know that you matter in their life, whether it seems like you don't or not. It's the truth. You do matter. And take it on proudly and teach them not only the good things about you, 
but also show them your mistakes. Show them the things that you did wrong. Show them the things that, you know, you might have felt like you could have done better and have conversations about that. Be honest. Be straight up with them because it'll help them in the long run. We as, as fathers and as parents tend to always try to protect our kids from the world, whereas we're not going to be around forever. And they have to have some level of defense that they have to develop from only us. Only we can give them that. So dads, just be real with them. Be a, be a friend. Be a real dude. And they'll respect you for that. Yeah, extremely well said. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Sean Stockman, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, sir. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Sean Stockman for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. I got a lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, actor Sean Murray stops by. You may remember him from Hocus Pocus back in the day. He's been starring on NCIS for the last 17 years. Don't miss out on that. Wednesday, I got a special guest for a Warrior Wednesday edition of the podcast. Matt Eversman from the Battle of Mogadishu. Josh Harnett played him in the major motion picture of Black Hawk Down. Don't miss out on that. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be joining me here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and tales, as tall as a tree, I saw feeling so.